the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. And uh, over yonder, over there, is uh, the great Rufus Edmonston, former Secretary of State and Attorney General and uh, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of gardening emeritus, probably. Oh, you, uh, we you, can't you, choose another. You mean suffer? S-U-F-E-R. Suffer. <laughs> Rufus uh, spelled backwards. Yeah, suffer. And, ooh, excuse me, that was me. I thought so. I, I tried to put the death penalty on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I should know better <laughs> after, <laughs> after all these years in broadcasting. Uh, but uh, Gerald Adams is with us. And he has many, many accomplishments in uh, in a lot of fields, but uh, kind of a self-taught gardener in a way. Or did your you give credit to your dad when uh, you're raised on a tobacco farm? You're taught against your will. <laughs> so, yeah, but I know people that grew up on tobacco farms. A lot of know what you know. A lot of that I learned, and then a lot of it, my my grandmother Adams was another uh, heavy influence, and she was big into growing vegetables and flowers and all sorts of things. She's one of them people could walk by, snatch something off, stick it in the ground, it'd be flourishing in you know, a week or two. Uh, well, how'd you do the Daphne? <laughs> <laughs> Gerald is uh, currently uh, helping to oversee, what, about 1,000 acres? Well, there's 1,000 acres on Centennial. But, but a lot we, of buildings. But, but 200 of it's the golf course, and we don't have to fret much with the golf course. You would like to fret with the yes, golf course? Yes, I would. I mean, it looks like they could uh, give you a, a couple of duties that that might send you over there. My game has uh, has fallen off as I have aged, and that course might be a touch too challenging for not as I, limber as it used to be. Right? Used to be. That's a fact. Well, the late great Mario Dell uh, told me one time. He, uh, I said, Mario, I, I think I'm hitting it too hard. He said, That's your problem. He said, let the club yeah. do the work. He said, look at these big old club heads <laughs> they have now. So just, yeah, you just got to have a smooth, nice swing. Well, my brother David tried to teach me golf. <laughs> and he said, uh, do it like an old-fashioned tick-tock uh, on a clock. And the just pendulum, swing back, pendulum swing, swing forward. And, yeah. And yeah. Uh, let, it, let it flow. 
It'd be like when I was was in uh, basketball, trying out for basketball one time. <clears throat> fouled out in five minutes. A foul, <laughs> a foul a minute. You that's, were hitting everybody or wrestling, yeah, right? And that's what my brother Joe said. I believe we, you need to change sports. <laughs> yeah. That's when I got into wrestling. Yeah. And uh, we did all right there. He did all right. Yeah. So. But I uh, never took up golf. Uh, in the business world that I've been in, so many people play golf. I know, in every business world. And I'd be out there. I tried to play a game one time. I was out there after about two hours, and I got to thinking, Lord, I need to go home and work on my tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. And they did worry me to death, and I never tried again after that. Yeah. I, I was sponsoring a lot of tournaments for charity over the years. I can drive a golf cart with <clears throat> loaded down with nabs and Cokes and beer. You don't have a golf cart at your place. No, I don't. Any, is there a particular reason why? I need to walk. That's why. <laughs> okay, good for you. Good for you. That was the answer I was hoping you'd come up with. I do have a little announcement, Mike. I will be retiring from the university in oh, January. No. Oh, my goodness. And, and this Thursday will be my last day at work. Oh, this is when we break for oh, wow. Christmas after Thursday. And well, that's a good time. I will be breaking for good. Okay. Well, are you going to retire for good for a change? No. I'm putting up my fourth greenhouse right now, literally, yeah. as we speak. Well, I, I meant from a formal go-to-work well, I hope Thursday. so. I hope yeah. so. Well, you're going to come back here, aren't you? Well, of course. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you guys don't come back, I'm not. I just won't be getting up at 5.01 and headed to Raleigh. Yeah, I understand that. Is your wife, your wife still she, working she, as a nurse? She's still working. She, God bless she works her. two shifts a week. Well, that's And a, now that's she's a, giving me the eye because I'm about to yeah. not have I mean, it's two different... Uh, Melissa has been retired since 2018, something like that, and uh, it's a different. It's a different. We lead two different lifestyles. I have, I have found. If you see her, you wouldn't think she's retired. <laughs> <clears throat> That's well, the no. busiest woman I've ever she, seen. She is busy, but our our paths don't cross very often. Because <laughs> she has piano. She, you know, she's quite a pianist, and she she uh, misses teaching school. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, after 43 years, you got to get out of it. Uh, but she teaches a lot of piano lessons. She could teach a lot more if she wanted to, but most of them are, are late in the afternoon. She teaches mm-hmm. choir at, uh, one of the choirs at our church and, and all this stuff. Well, so, you do leave the house in the morning at a early time. Oh man, I get up at three <laughs> o'clock and you know, it's just, um, so one of these days, I don't know what, she, we may get divorced then if <laughs> we actually have to. I was telling somebody the other day the weekend gardener it's a big break for Mike. I, I fussed oh, about my getting up around 15 to, 15 to 6. And that's sleeping for him. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I mean, I, I feel I feel refreshed on on uh, Saturdays and uh, Sundays. Well, you know what I miss about uh, the weekend, not the weekend gardener, the NC Spin. We used to go to Tom's place each time, each year, as you know. Right. Tom Gamble. Yeah. And Melissa would play the piano and I could sing hymns with her. I could I could <laughs> say Standing on the Promises. There she goes. <laughs> Just as I am. There she yeah, goes. Yeah. She um Jesus Savior Pilot Me. There she go. She, she knew it immediately. She can play the piano boy, I'll tell you that. She, that's what she she majored in music at Meredith, but piano was her specialty. But she can play some other instruments. And my daughter my daughter uh, uh had a <laughs> You know, was majored in music at Carolina, got a little scholarship, and 
She double my, majored in politics. Though, so my was, wife was a voice major for marriage. No kidding. <laughs> uh, Pam Beck was a voice major. Gracious. Gesundheit. Bless you, sir. Well, I'm just, I was celebrating their voices. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know where we've been. I don't know how we got to all of this, but at any rate. Well, uh, bragging about how you outmarried yourself. Both well, of I'll tell you. Yes, sir. Really. Both of us. I think oh, you might want to say all three. Yeah, all three. Good <laughs> gracious. Three, yeah. Just think what she's put up with. Who's <laughs> oh, she? <laughs> oh, oh, Linda. <laughs> and that beautiful camellia out there. What a uh, That's a pretty one. Yeah. Well, well, you, I, how many you got blooming now? Well, the, the uh, Sasakwas are cooling down a little bit about blooming, but uh-huh. still a little... Uh, Stray second, bloom here, there. buds. And I had, let me show you what came up. I was around the, I take a, let me show you, I'll let you identify that. I'm sure you will. No, I can't identify a, a camellia. The first of the season, not a camellia. My favorite plant. That's, well, I thought hellebore. it was a hellebore. hellebore. Oh, is that a hellebore? Yeah. That that's was, a really, that's a really white, bright the Hellable. first of the season. That's not a hybrid. Normally, Gerald, the one that blooms the, the first is a hybrid. Yeah. This is this is just a regular old hellebore. That sure is white, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, I've never yeah. – I don't think I have one that's – I'll have to come out to your place and – I noticed that yesterday. I can that, – that'll make 100, so mm-hmm. you can have all those you want. Well, uh, you know, that's unusual. Usually the, the colors are much more muted, like yeah. a muted pink yeah, or purple pure, or something like that. white. Wow. That's what really threw me off. I, it looked like a camellia at first, except the, as more I looked at it, it didn't have the yellow center. But, uh, yeah, hellebores. Jerry, you like hellebores? Oh, yes, one of my favorite plants. They're they're easy. Now, people complain mm. about them, some people, I guess, about them taking over sometimes. But, well, uh, I mean, that's uh, – you can't have too much of a good thing. And, uh, yeah. They're, they're slow to, to grow out. The seed will pop up and stay – yeah, literally an inch tall for a year before it starts growing, and it takes about three years before one ever bloom the first time. Right. So you got most people don't realize theirs have ever seeded out because they get in and mulch, and because the little seedling looks nothing like the plant, and they yeah. just cover them up with mulch. And I've had I don't know how many people say to me, "Well, I, mine don't never produce any seeds," and I said, "It probably is, and you're probably choking them out." Well, every I, year with mulch. Well, I don't believe you can say I use any mulch. <laughs> Hundreds. Right there is one called Little Pinky. Uh huh. Could be Gerald. That's pretty. Uh, I I snapped that yesterday. There, there's a pretty one, Mike. That is a real pretty one, Little Pinky. Little Pinky. And I was down yesterday. By the way, our friend Phil uh, got sort of sickly, got the flu. Oh no! And, and never came out of out of her house yesterday. Now when when Phil Campbell. She's, she's bad yeah. off. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't come out. Uh, she went to the, I guess it was her on-call wonderful doctor. She, she's got the best yeah. doctor in the world. So she didn't come out yesterday, and so let's hope she's better today. Maybe she'll call and tell us she's okay. But I was down there yesterday to take uh, David to lunch with me. Oh, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. And, and there was – Lane showed me Jer- Jerl. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, camellia called corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I. All right. What's special about that? The limbs are twisted. The limbs are spiral. Twisted, yeah. A camellia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, good gracious. Why have we never talked about this before? Because I've never seen one. <laughs> have you ever seen one? I've seen well, one. Why have you never talked about it before? Because it's not. I, I don't think it's been out all that long. No, it hasn't. Or, and is not that many people growing it. It's one of those, it's so new. Are they, uh, how how big do they get? Do you remember? It said six by six for six. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the flower showed it was a a pink with white white in it. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, one like that, but it's not a corkscrew. It's, it's a, I, I, oh, I got I to gotta go out there today. Yeah. Yeah, Folks, cool. don't go out there before me, please. <laughs> it's called corkscrew. Yeah. I, picked up I don't know where in the world I'm going to put it, but I just love You'll find a square foot somewhere. I, I should it'll... put it with uh, the Harry Louder walking stick. <laughs> it seems yeah. to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Too well, twisted. <laughs> yeah. Well, my Harry Louder walking stick, when I got it, was about a foot tall and six inches wide. And it's now probably six, six by eight. Yeah, I got about twenty five. It's about it's about mine's about eight feet tall. Yeah. Um, now you now you can see what they're talking about when they call it a Harry Lauder walking stick because the leaves gone. Now you talk about a twisted thing. Yeah, and it it's a filbert tree, but it uh, it's great for decorating, especially for Halloween. You can put some <laughs> Halloween decorations on it, and make it look real spooky. Oh yeah, uh, and Christmas too I've, for that I've matter. Often thought, how did old Harry walk with such a sticky thing? <laughs> well, it was uh, you know it was a nice it was a nice walking it, it really was a walking stick and uh, he was a British comedian that's why I, that's why I planted mine the day Gary Dornberg of his funeral my my good good friend Gary Dornberg and colleague here uh, I so Gary didn't Gary didn't care about gardening but I, you know you want to plant things to remember people. I think a lot most gardeners do, and uh, so that's why I planted that because Gary was one of the funniest people I ever knew, and uh, Harry Lauder was a British comedian that entertained troops during World War II and carried a filbert stick, uh, Harry Lauder, and then they named it after Harry Lauder. Mm-hmm. Well, the back of our farm has always been a lot of hackberry on it, which is a smallish tree, biggish shrub, and the wood on it is harder than hickory. Yeah, uh, and I used to, I made when I was younger made some canes. It's hard to find a piece of it that's straight enough to to make like a walking stick. But the wood is it. You can't break it. You can hit somebody over the head with it. You can't well, that, break it. And the um, portion of my um, of Melissa's family's farm uh, was called Hackberry Hill mm-hmm. because of the yeah. hackberries, and that's where uh, Uncle Charlie. Uh, the preacher lived up there so uh, that yeah that that is really a really a hard wood so what's the hardest wood that uh, that y'all have dealt with the locusts uh, we we like locusts uh, to make fence posts up in the mountains yep Chestnut, Gerald chestnuts. didn't grow in it that that hackberry i think of anything i've ever, when i was in my teens i was all the time cutting and carving and trying to make something and that uh-huh. was that was you had to have something for real to did you save anything that you carved i ain't no telling no probably mm. not yeah well that's something that's a new skill that you can hone now i as got you're, you're i got to retire i got plenty of <laughs> things to work on well all these new folks these new people into computers and the hackers i 
I guess they can pretend they got a hackberry. The, yeah. The hackers. Well, at any rate. And of course, uh, when I was in politics, government, we somebody said, you hired nothing but a bunch of hacks. That has a connotation there of sorry, no account. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't believe someone would say that about the government. Uh, I thought, well, can I, I give either. you some hacks? <laughs> <laughs> You're still in politics, aren't you? Well, I'm I'm a recovering politician, as yeah. I've said. I'm on about the because you're you're still delving into it. Don't tell yeah. us you're not. Well, I, I I like to know what's going on around me because whether you like it or not, and whether you say you hate politics, it controls your life because from the moment you go to bed, you wake up, and then when you wake up and go to bed again, there's something controlling how you do. Yeah. Whether you drive a car, whether you uh, own a business. Somebody's making a decision for you, so why not be part of it? In other words, you're saying pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah, be be part of how how you're governed. You still get into those smoke filled rooms, I suspect. Well, I, I can smoke them out. <laughs> <laughs> give give me a cigar. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know I was uh, thinking. Gerald, how good uh, the fescue lawns are, are looking right now. And I, I know that people want to do something to their lawns. Uh, probably people that, that have uh, Bermuda and Zoysia want to do something, but they shouldn't do much. What, now, what about our grass situation? Well, if you it, now's about time for your – well, it's maybe a little past time, but still not too late for what I call your, your second uh, fescue fertilization. You know, typically – into September, early October, when you're reseeding, you yeah. would fertilize then. Right. I always would fertilize again early December, uh, and then I usually would fertilize again <clears throat> early February. Some of it depends a little bit on how much rainfall, and I think after last Sunday and what they're calling for <laughs> tomorrow, Ooh. there's there's a good chance that your, your fertilizer will be gone, so you really will need to hit it one more time and in particularly now when we you know we've not had that many nights where it's got below freezing uh yeah it's pretty so, cold this morning yeah but <clears throat> i mean so it's gonna warm up it's gonna be 60 or 61 yeah. one today so so that's probably the most important thing because you cannot fertilize well i'm not saying you cannot you should not fertilize uh after the end of february because uh fescue is really a cool season grass it tries to shut down a little bit in the summertime and when you fertilize it you force growth and you increase the likelihood that you're gonna get brown patch yeah so uh well, if you can put out anything today it might get washed away tomorrow that's right so i i might but if you uh, i might would probably wait till after we get that rain you know something i, I do i hate to be called in wrong on that uh I've been known to put out a little clover seed this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you put out clover seed, Rufus? About, four, about three times a year. Is that all? Yeah. <clears throat> I like my clover. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it will it'll seed, it'll seed at times other things won't. Well, yeah. it, that's that's true. <clears throat> yeah, and, very true. And you, uh, if you're going to do all that clover, you need to put you a beehive over there. Cause that, well, uh, when I've got good clover like you and, and infused honey. That give me honey. I, I've got shelves of honey from wonderful, wonderful friends who've. Uh, I've got some that uh, Charles Heatherly gave me the other day. That when he was uh, the beekeeper out at the 
state uh, state fair mm-hmm. grounds. So I dipped into that a little bit last night with some cornbread. I like uh, warm cornbread, real cornbread, not not this cake like stuff. Thin, you, thin you buy at a store. I, I want it. I want it in a. I want it to be by white white cornmeal and baked in a skillet mm-hmm. and warm with butter in it <clears throat> and good honey. That's what you'd like to have right now, isn't it? I would, I would <coughs> do it right now. Maybe a side of scrambled eggs yeah. or something. Yeah. And a piece of uh, pork of some kind. Well, yeah. anybody can scramble an egg. Can't everybody make cornbread. <laughs> no. That's true. right. That's right. Uh, you don't have to use the Jiffy uh, whatever it is. Not Jiffy Loop. What is it? Jiffy, uh, <laughs> Jiffy Pops. Jiffy. You don't use that. No. I eat cornmeal from um, from Body's Mill down in Nashville. Uh, yeah. Well, at least that's the what's H-Mill, on the label. H Mill down down the road for me. Yeah. They still make cornmeal. Yes, sir. And uh, do they still make it out here at Laster Mill? I'm well, not Laster Mill, but uh, what's out there at Penny Road? Yates. Yates. Yeah. Yates. Yeah, they still do they do. still make that? Oh yeah. yes. Mm. Okay. Oh yeah, that that is uh, really a wonderful place to go visit. A park there. Uh huh. It's beautiful. Uh, beautiful just, area. Just a wonderful beautiful place. place to live out in that area yeah. too. You know, uh, making your home great is going to be live from the State Farmers Market today. Brought to you by Bahamas Air, and you can go from pines to palms in under two hours with Bahamas Air. Fly nonstop from RDU to Freeport, Bahamas twice weekly for $375. Not bad. Going to paradise and back. Visit Bahamas slash RDU to learn more. Have you been to the Bahamas? I have not been to the Bahamas. I've been to NASA. I went on the inaugural Piedmont Airlines Ah, flight. um, That's been a few years ago. He was on Piedmont Airlines. I need to jump on uh, Bahamas Air and go. Because uh, there are a lot of lovely spots in in the Bahamas. Uh, you've th- you've seen Thunderball, oh yeah, the James oh, Bond, yeah. Sean Connery. That was filmed in the NASA area. Uh, lovely, lovely area. And uh, if you think it's cold this morning, is not <laughs> cold. There. Is not in the Bahamas. So uh, head on down there and making your home great live from the State Farmers <laughs> Market, and you can uh, you can register and win a Bahamas trip from Bahamas Air. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. The best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Ho, ho, the mistletoe Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas And 
Well, uh, that's uh, is that is that one of your favorites? I, that's why I play it. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love the Rudolph. That that's uh, like nineteen sixty one or something like that. But uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Did we fi- we didn't did we finish our discussion about uh, grass? Anything else we need to be doing in the fescue lawn because it's it's still growing. Well, you need you need to get the leaves off of it, especially if you've had you know young fescue that yeah. you've sowed this fall that's come up. Well, what's the best way to do that with the seedling? If they're already up and they're you know tall enough that you could maybe need to cut them, you can blow the leaves off of them. I think sometimes people that are not careful do more damage with a leaf rake. Yeah, I mean, there's some jerking really them up p- out of the ground right. where the blower is not, you know. Not well, there's some re- pretty right. powerful blowers. Oh, there. yes. Oh, yes. The <laughs> ones we use at work now. And y'all use electric ones, a, a battery operated We, we ones, have got battery operated blowers, but it's the one thing in the electrical handheld tool category that. They're not quite strong enough to replace gas. Isn't that amazing? As you fast know. as you can make. I mean, we those we, cars we use, go. I haven't used a gas-powered hedge trimmer in three years, probably. I use battery ones, all right? Of, but with the, and the battery blower is fine on a hard surface, uh, you know, sidewalk or brickway yeah. or right. drive or something. But if you're blowing like yesterday, we were blowing leaves at Dick's <clears> and we had a pile look like a train <laughs> uh, about that size and blowing them across grass and that and that, that's too much for most of the uh, – but they're making improvements. But in the battery blowers still got a little way to go mm. uh, before they're a good substitute. Do you worry about leaves, Rufus? Uh, just, just as long as I get them on, on my seed bed, on my – I know. Everybody's got them out in the street, but <clears throat> I hate that because they could use them in yeah. their yard somehow. Oh, yeah. And plus it would not make the street so narrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, but each to his own. Such a waste. Yeah, yeah. You could really, you could really use it. In, in Nothing like some good leaf mulch. I mean, it's one of the best soil amendments know. known to mankind. Yeah. Well, Gerald, uh, speaking of battery-powered chainsaw, what, mm-hmm. what is your assessment on that? They, we've got three different size ones we use at work. Fabulous, but I don't know if I won't be cutting down a tree because of my waist. I yeah. got pretty good size waist, but for smaller stuff limbs stuff to size of your arm work work fine yeah work, work fine it, it's like everything else with battery stuff uh you you got to keep them sharp uh because you don't have that extra horsepower <coughs> from say a gas chainsaw that you might could muscle your way through it with the battery ones if they're not sharp hedge trimmers and chainsaws then they're not going to perform as well for you but we've got really good use because lots of times we have uh we have limbs fall. Is that, is that you or me? <laughs> we, we I ha- think that I think as you. I try to lecture. <laughs> we'll have a limb Stop. fall that's too big to throw in the back of a pickup truck, so okay. we need to cut it in two yeah. or three pieces just to haul it off. And the battery ones work great for that because there's one thing about the battery that's undeniable: if the battery's got a charge on it, cranks every time. You know, sometimes you go to get a chainsaw out that hadn't been used in 12 months, yeah. yep. and you you may spend a while oh, <laughs> trying boy. to get it to crank that first time. And yeah. you don't have to mix any of that, get old nasty mix all over you and have to change your clothes. So there are a lot of pluses to the batteries that people don't think about until, well, that's, I, I'm until you get into it. If you got a charged battery, you're good to go. Well, I know uh, Mr. Womble 
uh, Jay Womble and, and the Burks yeah. brothers have um, a fine line of steel we, we, products. We have three different. We have a steel one they call an Arborisol. You can hold with one hand yeah. and cut limbs. I've, I've seen it's that, got yeah. a little bitty short blade, but it, it cuts. It cuts. Looks, really. like, looks like about a six inch or a ten, it's, maybe a ten it, inch blade. It's a probably an eight or ten inch blade on it. Then we've got like a twelve inch blade. The other two are more conventional chainsaws. I was thinking that if I can almost, if I can't handle a pruner on that one, mm-hmm. uh, one time years back I had two chainsaws. Somebody said, "Why you got two chainsaws?" I said, "Well, when I get one of them stuck, I got to have another to cut it out." <laughs> Plus, you like to wear chaps, leather chaps, don't you? Boy, boy. Well, when, when you've got four over 100-year-old pecan trees yeah. that they planted in 1921, two in the front and two in the back. And they're not earning their keep. Which you've seen. That, no, they're not because I, I'm not going to try to poison the – if I control the worms in one of them, i got to do four of them, yeah. all of them. Right. And I think I can go to the farmer's market and get all you want and get all, all the pecans I need rather <laughs> than spend right. several hundred dollars trying to kill those doggone worms. But squirrels seem to still like them. Mm. Well, but I guess back in those days that they wanted their fruit close. Oh yeah. Now I wouldn't recommend anybody plant a pecan tree in their front yard or their backyard. <laughs> A lot of, a lot of, I love well, the way it does make a good shade tree, but they certainly the whole lot coming down. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They, they are brittle, <laughs> but they've withstood uh, hurricanes. Uh, they've been there over 100 years, that in the uh, the crepe myrtles. Uh, yeah, which is another subject. The The crepe myrtles are, are being hurt. Murdered. <laughs> Murdered. Well, the and the, and also there's a uh, is it an insect that uh, is affecting them that's producing uh, the um, scales. Yeah, a, t- a type of scale. Yeah, we yeah. we had we had some on campus we had to treat. Uh, and uh, ironic, <laughs> about the time we treated them, you know, my son just moved from California to Northern Virginia. Nice crepe myrtle beside his driveway. First time I'm up there helping him move in, I look at it and. But dog, if it ain't got the scale on it, so now what do people look for on it? Uh, look for it. Almost sometimes can look like you've got moss, the little light colored, uh, growing on it. But you you'll see raised ridges on it. What about dark underleaves? Dark, darkness under on, on the outside the leaf. I don't know that you see that much. I, I don't tend to see the sooty mold from um, mold from this type of scale like you would do if white flies got on your uh, gardenias or something right. like that. And you could, all, your hands get black. Well, right. so I, if, if I have a huge Muscogee. I mean, it's about as big as a maple tree. Mm-hmm. And this year, some of the things under it have uh, really dark leaves mm-hmm. because, like, they're coated with something. And it looks kind of like sooty, sooty mold. Well, well that, that could be the beginning uh, of it because w- the – what you probably will notice more than anything, the tree leaves out. The tree's always been a really good bloomer, look great, and all of a sudden it just looks a little puny. Yeah. I mean, you don't have as many blooms on it. The <clears> leaves <throat> are not as robust looking, and that's when you really got a you've got a problem. You, you got to do something about it then because if, if it gets and it may have, you may have had it for three years mm-hmm. before you notice it at that mm-hmm. point. 
but that tree is going to decline if you don't do something about it. And, um, I mean, I, I put a mitocloprid, uh, a systemic insecticide that you mixed up and poured around the base of the tree because this tree he had was so big, spraying it would have been a, uh, you'd have had an aerial lift yeah. to, to get up and spray the tree. Uh, and it, and I've already noticed a, a lot of difference in it. It's, it's on the, it's starting to turn around. Um, well, I, and that's I've, been about that's, five uh, months. Uh, the, the crepe myrtles are over a hundred years old too. And if I saw that happen, I would go in a great decline, I believe. Yeah. Cause I, now they don't bloom like they used to, but if you're a hundred years old, there you go again, Mike. I, I don't that's know. not me. That's not I me. Don't, I don't know where the audience hears that or not. Yeah, they hear it. It's a, it's a sharp pierce. I don't know. We're going to have Jason, anything uh, we need to be doing differently in here that I haven't done for 50 years? Maybe that was to warn those people, no more crepe murders. I don't know. Well, it gets to a point sometimes just tipping a crepe myrtle, cutting like four or six foot out of the limbs. Uh, can help it very blooming, and then sometimes the other stuff grows up around it, and she's just not getting as much sun. Yeah. yeah. Well, there again, to. I'd have to have an aerial out of that helicopter <laughs> to, yeah. to do right. that with those hundred-year-old trees. Just the the bark. That's that's uh, that's that that's just my my favorite tree of all Fabulous. time. Right. Is the crepe myrtle. I love it. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite of all times, but I. It's it's certainly well one, certainly up there, and we're we're so lucky to have them. Most of the time, they're disease free. This new you know scale is is kind of a new issue with them. Uh, they get by with minimal water, uh, bloom for seventy five to a hundred days, depending upon the variety. So there's a lot of things to like about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Have well, they, I, have they had any that will grow in the mountains yet? I've I, I haven't seen it. There, past Wilkes County, going up the hill. There are some new ones that are supposed to be more cold hardy, but I don't know if they're that cold hardy. Yeah, I tried one one time. Yeah, yeah. and it <laughs> it didn't make it in Boone when yeah. I was uh, yeah a younger fella. Well, <clears throat> yeah, but you know, I think they they have certainly changed. I know they're working on it because there are a lot of places that you, are. You're starting to see some that will make it north of DC mm-hmm. uh, uh, now, where. Places that probably, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm guessing where 10 degrees maybe is a, is kind of the yeah. lowest temperature. Plus, Mother but Nature's where, helping but, some, But too. where you grew up, Rufus, they see some zero oh, <laughs> or yeah. below. Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, stuff, so. that, that's a, in February, that's a warm morning. <laughs> but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Boone's uh, area ch- zone changed. Right. Ours is now 8A. Right. And that, uh, for oh, many years was, was Wilmington. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know the Wilmington area, but uh, yeah, we were seven B. So it's uh, it's changed quite a lot, and I don't know if if uh, the mountains. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really I, checked I, the mountains. I need to check that around Boone. Yeah. Huh? So it, it might it, be a smidgen warmer. Yeah, you might be able to to find you now, a good Craig Myrtle will grow in Wilkes County, and you can. That's what we call down under the mountain. Uh huh. Well, I can see that. I, yeah. I, I don't remember my when I grew up my. Mom would say to my daddy, Walter, you need to go down under the mountain and bring some peaches up. <laughs> from Wilkes County? Well, from all down around Taylorsville. Yeah. Well, they still good, grow a lot of, good, good lot of apples. apples and, there. Yeah, yeah, great apples. You know, if uh, we're talking about all of this, this good food, good things, uh, good friends, you know, if you – 
you just come in, you listen to the traffic reports on on WPTF, and uh, and or you're stuck in them. Oh my goodness, that's that's uh, a real problem. Think about maybe saying to heck with that for a little while and hitting the beaches of the Bahamas. Ooh. You can get there in two hours on Bahamas Air. Fly the Bahamas Air nonstop from RDU to Freeport, Bahamas, with an all-inclusive resort package that starts at seven eighty-nine. Visit Bahamas.com slash RDU. And by the way, making your home great here on WPTF will be live from the State Farmers Market today, brought to you by Bahamas Air. And thanks, thank you, thank you, thank you every day to, to Monica Wood. She's uh, making this possible along with folks uh, at the State Farmers Market and Bahamas Air. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 851. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. I do wish Miss Clapp was with us this morning. She, uh, she, uh, we, we certainly do miss uh, Ann. And as long as, as long as I am hosting this show, I'll, her name will be on, on the billboard there. We, we definitely miss her and wish uh, uh, Alan and and Ann. Uh, a merry, merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. 919-860-9783. The great Gerald Adams and the great Rufus Edmonston. You're all, both of you are great as far as I'm concerned. Well, if I eat this, uh, more of this cinnamon bun thing here, I'll be great. <laughs> Shay, uh, Shay from our newsroom brought in some, are they the bow biscuits? Cinnamon or? twist. Yeah, cinnamon a twist. twist. I, that's a new twist. That's a, yeah, we, there's always a new twist on the weekend gardener. Uh, here oh my goodness we have heard that there there goes the thing again we now have heard from joe Gregor, aka joe, joe the, the bouncer i was worried about him because we didn't hear from him last weekend and he says well maybe he was putting guys. out fires somewhere he says here's what i found on a crepe myrtle and he has showed uh something something scary <laughs> Let's see what that looks like. Is that a, Oh, my. Look at this, Gerald. No, describe what you see there, Gerald, since oh I can't see it. Oh, my gosh. It's clearly scale. Yep. And in this instance is, is uh, well, I think it's scale. It, it looks a little bit like mealybugs in this picture because this is almost a white, cottony look. But yeah. I suspect it's probably the scale because – it seems. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it's clearly noticeable. You look at it and you know that's. I mean, not it seems kind of webbing involved. Right, right, and, and it kind of mats together, and you may see an area that covers a place, you know, half the size of your cell phone, or you know, and you may be splotches of it here and there, uh, and everywhere, because that's basically a sign. As it's, I mean, the the longer it's there, the the more of them you'll have. Well, I, I don't think this was at Joe's place. He. He uh, he said, I, "I is he going into pe- other people's yards?" <laughs> well, in, in his line of work, as big as he is, he could go anywhere he wants to. He said, "I ended up spraying it for him between a systemic, some sort of horticultural oil, uh-huh. 
I sent those bugs to insect. Uh huh. Oh well, I can, heaven. Can, <laughs> and oil, yeah. uh, oil is a good safe, the, safe and, thing to but use. But I, that one looks like Gerald to me. It's gone, and that looks like a cinnamon bark. Yep, great uh, myrtle too. Mm-hmm. How about that? And he says, and that's in the Virginia, Northern Virginia yeah. area. Mm-hmm. He says my four Daphnes are pregnant with blooms. Yeah, well, don't don't look at it. Let, let it alone, Joe. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Don't don't even think about it. But mine mine is too. I've got three left. Uh, they're about time. Now I'm not going to talk about that. They're a good three feet tall, <laughs> about two and a half feet wide, and uh, I know they're going to be good boys yeah. and girls. If not, you'll plant some more. The, the Edgeworthy will make up for them. A beautiful Edgeworthy. Edgeworthy is trying its best to bloom. Yeah, mine's already bloomed. Well, oh. this spring, Rufus, they say this sport of the one that's so much hardier from the Arboretum is going to be available. There's a number of... The Edgeworthy? Uh, no, no. Daphne. 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 Uh, it's one that's supposed to be a lot tougher. They, they are already Johnson County nursery people growing it. One of them told me he would have some of them ready for sale this spring. At last time I talked with him, they haven't named it yet because it's got some, the, the plant that it's to sport off of has some Japanese name that I can't pronounce, but they were going to give it a, another name that was a little easier to say yeah uh and i i don't know what that is but i'll know as soon as they're really well good ready I, and yeah. i might can make a couple of them available maybe you. maybe that would be make the right. boy's heart beat we'll be back after the news